Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. Nailed it. Perfect. That nailed it. Um, it's like you never left. I know. Um, all right, guys. Well, we're back. We took a little hiatus. I will get into the fact of why we took a hiatus um, in the recap segment, but we're back. And our New Year's resolutions was not miss an episode starting now. <laughs> It's we're restarting it. This is the new year. We're like a, a company that's overseas. You know, their fiscal year starts in the middle of the year. This is just ours. Mm. We're on podcast. We, we year. start our fiscal year March 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> podcast um, year. end. Yeah. Um, okay. So we do have the gambit though. We have full sports talk. We have timeout. We do have a rank. Um, we got a lot to unpack. So without any further ado, let's just get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low budget presents Beer League. Okay, everyone, it is beautiful. First off, cheers, Nick. Nick is in person. Cheers. Um, it is great to see him again. It's been a minute. Yes, it has. Cheers. We're drinking uh, some Blantons. Out of a cheers, glass. Cheers to Johnny and Beer <laughs> oh as well. Cheers. Um, so I guess I'll just start off with why the hiatus was. Um, unfortunately, the young Joe lost his job. Um, and then things just ramped up. I literally like lost my job on a Wednesday. I was interviewing for some place on a Monday. And so I was like, Oh, I got to keep, you know, I was like, I think, no, we didn't record that week. And it was like, every time we planned a recording, I would like get an interview that day. It would be like, can you do tomorrow? And I'd be like, well, I can't just not prep for this, Mm -hmm. but good news. I got a job. So nice. We're back. Um, But yeah, in the meantime, what have I done? Kind of nothing. Interviewed a lot. Looked for jobs. um, Played a lot of video games. Because like everyone's at work. So you're like, what are you going to do? It stunk. The when I lost (laughs) my job three years ago, it was cool because well, I left, so I guess I didn't lose it. But when I left my job and like had the month before I started my new one, mm-hmm. it was during the summer. Oh, so I just yeah. played golf every day. Oh, nice. So it was a lot different than like it being the winter. We yeah. like, fuck, there's nothing to do. Hard to get tired of golf yeah. too quickly. Mm-hmm. A lot easier to get tired of video games a little bit quickly. Yeah, I was just doing like nothing during the day. Um, but yeah, no. So things are good. Um yeah, that's literally all I've been up to. Let's go to beer because beer is some big news. Yeah, so I got engaged in the past two weeks, so Woo! that was fun. Um, yeah, very very exciting kind of stuff going on with me. But yeah, I'm sorry to hear about everything that went on with you, Joe. I'm glad you kind of rebounded and mm-hmm. you're you're moving in the right direction. So, but yeah, things are things are good. It was I got her really really good. She had no idea it was coming. Um, so I proposed to her in California. It was great. It was during the sunrise on a, on a hill in the wine country. And it was, she had no clue it was coming, got her, uh, 
sisters flew her sisters out there and like had them waiting in the coffee shop down the hill in the small town and like walked in she just blew her mind it was so funny um it was really fun i'll tell one little story uh so during the whole process we're trying to keep it a secret and i'm trying to like get her sisters out there to surprise her um we were going out to california on like a wednesday and we're flying out of o'hare and so jenny and i get to the airport it's at o'hare like whatever her sister her sister is going to San Diego and that's like to go hang out with her others, Jenny's other sister. And so it was like this whole thing where they're like going to go meet up, hang out for a few days and then come meet me up in Northern California for mm-hmm. the proposal. And so her one sister from New York flies in for her connecting flight into O'Hare lands literally the same time we get through security. She lands in the C terminal. I'm C 14. They're C 17. that's what their next flight is okay so we literally get there i'm i'm on my phone i'm like i'm like looking at like the find my friends and they're literally right there i'm like okay so then jenny's like get there seven in the morning jenny's like i kind of want some breakfast do you want to sit down go get some breakfast i'm like yeah sure and so she like turns to go towards freaking c17 i'm like she starts walking that way. I'm like, I don't really see breakfast over there. I don't really see. She goes, we're not even really looking. Let's keep going. I'm like, oh my God. And then she starts getting annoyed and like angry that I'm like being like a, like lazy. I'm like, let's just go to McDonald's over here. There's a bar. We can go get McDonald's, go sit at the bar over there. She's like, I don't want to do that. That sounds, I'm like, come on. Like, God, we can't go over there. Like, so then we, we like, we're like maybe a terminal away when she's like, okay, fine. And she turns around and she's like annoyed. I'm like, thank God. So then we go and get the McDonald's and like, we're high hiding in this corner and like I'm watching find my friends like furiously and they got on their flight and they were fine. But we were literally within maybe 50 feet of where they were of her sister trying to surprise her on her way to, cause if she would have seen her, it would have been gone, been over game over. So it was, that was, it's literally insane. So O'Hare next time, don't <laughs> reschedule your flights so often because we had it set up where they were going to be in the B section and then they showed up to uh, uh, terminals over. So not terminals too, like places over. <laughs> you could have, uh, you almost had an impromptu airport engagement. It was because at that point, was, if she finds it out, you're just going to have to drop to a knee. <laughs> but it would be funny like, like you got to have to like open up your luggage or like, God forbid you checked it. And you're just like, so there is a ring. It's just like, it's oh, like oh yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to do this here. <laughs> it was like, I'm like going under the walk, going the walkway, moving walkway, going up the escalators. And I'm like, Shh, I'm like sweating. And Jenny's like, let's just go over here. Let's go. Sweat. I'm like, no, I'm like screaming in my head, but I'm trying to be like, no, let's, that looks dumb. I'm like she just thought I was being an idiot, but did you no. tell her after the fact that that was the reason? Yeah. Why? Okay, good. Yeah. Her sister thought it was hilarious too. So it was just, it was funny, but yeah, she had no clue, zero clue at all. Zero clue. Mm-hmm. Oh, big things yeah exciting i was gonna say who wants to top that but that's gonna be hard so let's go johnny <laughs> <laughs> thank you um <clears throat> well that's also I made why it to I winter first yeah, so that's, that's good smart. um all, another great thing one of my best friends had a big uh life event happen brennan rose uh, is going to be a father. So that's wonderful. Oh, wow. And in that same week, uh, beer, another one of my best buddies 
Colby's engaged. So a lot of great things happen. I like it. One's um, going to be very... a father. One's just going to be daddy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, he's daddy already. Uh, no. <laughs> right, Jenny? I'm sure she listens. Um, but no, other, other than that, honestly, I'm, uh, work has gone a lot better so I could actually live my life and have, uh, you know, social activities such as going to visit beer this weekend, which I'm very excited about. Um, nice. went to the butcher shop today, got a bunch of, bunch of cuts. Yeah, what did I, you get? I got rib tips, New York strips, a uh, couple ribeyes, all for $33. Okay, cool. So I was thinking we'd make a brunch with that and like we like smoke it through yeah. the night. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's just brunch. <laughs> that's just do it. Two ribeyes, two nail strips, and rib tips is just brunch. Two racks of rib tips, but two I mean, racks of them. these prices are, are ridiculous. Well, you that's guys are already cheap. considering it brunch too because you're probably going to like get there at night and like just drink we are. and then you're just going to yep. like sleep through the day where you wake up at 11 and be like, well, it's brunch. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. That'll be really fun. So that sounds great. That, that's perfect. And like I, I bought a bunch of breakfast supplies, so that'll be like I'm really pumped for that. So I feel cool. like if the roles were reversed and Jenny had to engage to you if like no ring... <laughs> Just get the meat that Johnny got you, and you'd be like, oh my God. I've never been happier more than this moment. Will you marry me now? Cook us all of this meat. <laughs> Hi, I want to spend the rest of your life, my life with you. You're going to want to put the pellets on before I start this engagement because I'm kind of hungry. I love it. No, but yeah, looking forward to my first social event in a few weeks. Uh, very excited but hopefully get to be in the in the studio next week since mm-hmm. you know we're not missing a week from from now on that's right <laughs> new year's resolution new year's resolution <laughs> it's a new year march 1st i actually thought of one funny tactic <laughs> that i used during my unemployment technically i was never unemployed but i used it mm-hmm. <laughs> it worked once it was uh, the day I got let go. I still had bocce that night, and so I went. And I was like, oh, you know, got laid off today. Someone's got to buy the drinks. Mm. It's like I'm still getting paychecks. I haven't even, like, gotten my severance yet. But I was like, oh, you know, money's money's tight over here now. Money's <laughs> tight. And so I got, like, three beers bought for me. I got all my beers bought for me at bocce. Nice. And then I tried using it the next week. Got real greedy. And everyone's like, everyone's Damn. like aren't you still getting paid? And I was like, I was like technically <laughs> i was like but i'm not working and they're like so now you're just flaunting it so, but i was like damn yeah the sob story seems less enticing when it goes like that yeah um johnny anything else anything in your life uh, can you okay fine if you're if, yes. if there's also nothing i was gonna say you could pretend to be in a hostage video and we'll do blinking but in and out is expanding Oh, and I know yeah. that Nick. So let me explain myself. Uh, the reason <laughs> why I am working after this and have been really bogged down is because of this. Uh, a random Western coast chain mm-hmm. um, that shall remain unnamed by mm-hmm. me. Um, Nameless all day. <clears throat> right. Anywho, it's my last actual like project work since my promotion. 
which means once again, I get my life back. So I'm very excited. Um, so yeah, yeah Johnny girlfriend's brought... great. Me and my girlfriend are going uh, <laughs> together. So that's great. Yeah. But other than that, just how, chilling. How is your girlfriend? I not going to lie. I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now, but come on. She thought you were so funny. She insulted <laughs> me within the first 20 minutes. Right. Well, no, not. Gotta keep you on your toes. It as an insult. She really was complimenting you. You don't care who you are. (laughs) (laughs) You don't care what you look like in front of people. (laughs) You just wear anything. The best part is, I was just dancing at a concert, and she's like, "Those silly dance moves," and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, silly. That's that's what I. That's mm -hmm. totally silly. You nailed it." <laughs> that wasn't me, grown man, twenty-seven years old, trying my hardest. <laughs> it's better that the wow. that it's we were at the porta potty, so <laughs> you don't really care, do you? <laughs> I was just like, oh, you know, Megan the Stallion. She just gets me. Up. She speaks to me. It, yeah, it, it's better though than like you, like she being like, you can't dance at all. You shouldn't dance. You know, like, oh, you're having fun. You're being silly. Like, okay, fine. <laughs> it could be worse. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. So, Again, yeah, my dance career stopped. Yeah, my dance career stopped before it even started. <laughs> <laughs> the critics were not. I, I got a rotten score on Rotten Tomatoes. I got, I got low ratings by the critics and the fans. So, definitely rotten. Haven't stopped yet, though. Um,. Hey, Johnny, uh, thank you for your work of whatever company oh, you congratulations, Nick. Uh, not Nick, Joseph, for your new job. Oh. Yeah. I did congratulate Beer and Brennan, but you as well. I was going to say, I was like, I'm not engaged or having a kid, <laughs> I hope. So, um, not that you're aware of. By the way, that's a really sneaky tactic. I've used it twice now, and I think I've run out of uses. But anytime Kayla's like, oh, we got to start cleaning out stuff. I'm going to start cleaning out um, when you're at work. I go, oh, there might be a ring somewhere. You don't want to find it. And then she won't touch anything. <laughs> it's kind of diabolical and rude, but it's pretty good. I come home to things untouched. That's you know, pretty good. Some people don't, you don't want, want get, things cleaned. Some people Well, I like my pile. Have you if you noticed like that? I know everything on that chair. And yeah. I can't even see anything. There's. I mean, there's not much on the chair. I guess in general, is is this whole thing your pile over here? No, the pile's in the bedroom. Oh, this isn't even the pile. No, okay. this is this is this, this is, is or- me organized. This is organized. It's organized. Mm-hmm. It is organized enough. But uh, <laughs> uh, Nick, how have you been, my guy? Uh, I've been good. Are you a father? Are you engaged? I'm, I'm not engaged. <laughs> I'm not a father that I know how of. How many how many chain restaurants have you brought to the Midwest? <sighs> Zero, unfortunately. Wow. But if there's one I'm going to choose, it is a certain west West Coast fast food burger joint mm-hmm. um, because it is my favorite. Uh, I've been good. Nice. I just got back from Puerto Rico a week Ooh. in Puerto Rico. This is the second year my girlfriend and I have done this trip in February. We've done it in February. Now, two years in a row for two reasons. One, both of our birthdays are in February. So we don't. You're the 17th. I'm the fourth. But. Fuck, Rawls is the 17th. <laughs> Dang. I knew yeah. that yours was in February, though. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so I'm the fourth. She's the 27th. Um, and there's Valentine's Day. So we just say no gifts, 
no none of that we'll go to dinner for valentine's day but then other than that everything is the trip that is our gifts to one another and fantastic yeah it works out really well that's a good it's awful weather typically in february in chicago although it's been pretty mild the past few days and off and on this month but like 80 degrees sunny every single day down there which is really nice uh so really enjoyed that um other than Where in that, Puerto Rico? Uh, we were in Old San Juan basically the whole time, um, and we ventured out to uh, other places, Condado and Santorce, um, and went to the beach a couple times. So, uh, you old, do like hotels or Airbnbs? What do you do? We've just done a hotel in Old San Juan. Old San Juan's like kind of a touristy area, but it's good because everything's walkable. There's a lot of good bars and restaurants. Um, you can walk to the beach in like 20 minutes. There's some old historic castles that were built there in the 1500s by Ooh. Spanish conquistadors. Um, so that's fun to that's be able sweet. to w- walk around. Like there's a lot of history there. So it's really cool. The people there are just lovely. Um, my girlfriend and I practice our Spanish, even though we barely speak any of it. So we'll just start throwing can some you, words out there. And can you really not speak it or are you dumbing it down? Un poquito de español. Okay. That's fantastic. I, I, I can't wow. tell because <laughs> the, the first day of my new gig, I'm sitting down with someone to train and he is not Hispanic at all. He's actually Italian. Mm-hmm. And someone just calls out his name and says like, Hey, I got a Spanish speaker. And he's like, yeah, send it over. And I'm like, Oh, you speak Spanish. He's like, nah, it's pretty terrible. It's like, it's really broken. And then proceeded to do like, not Johnny level. Yeah. Cause you know, like slang, but he, he did like seven years in school. So like, like John level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he, like he's pretty fluent, but like he doesn't know the slang. And so I'm just sitting there and this is the first call we got. And I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. No, What's I'm, going I'm, on I'm not to that level. I'm like asking like Como se dice waterbed and that sort of shit you know like uh i remember a little bit of like ver- like the main verb tense and like some verbs there's just so much vocabulary and everything so it's like yeah uh i'm still working on things okay um, i forget spanish all the fucking time yeah but then you so. go and you speak it and you and you remember and everything like that so like i think it's the being there constant and- sort of interaction with it and having it all around like everybody speaks english very well but then everybody flips to Spanish right away. Like we'll be speaking with the, mm-hmm. the bartenders and they'll be like, Hey guys, how's it going? And then they'll just automatically turn to the other bartender and start going in Spanish mm-hmm. back and forth. So it's very impressive. <laughs> Dude, Puerto Rico sounds <laughs> like a such a, a cool yeah. place to go because it is part of the United States. Yeah. It so is. they take USD. Mm-hmm. You don't have USD, to worry about like conversions or need a passport. passport right? Yeah. No passport mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, yeah. It's a really cool place. Um, last year when we were there, we went to the, um, rainforest, El Yunque, the only rainforest in the United States, and it's beautiful there. So it's yeah, just a cool place, and and they love baseball we, there too. So I'm like, we all added about it late, it. but boy, do we got a rainforest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we added it late. Yeah. Um, anything else? Um, no, other than that, just kind of normal, normal stuff. So that's good. I'm trying to think. Any anyone else? It, it's been a while. So last question: How's the food? The food was pretty good. Um, like I said, we were in a more touristy area, so like we didn't really, we only did like one or two nights of like traditional Puerto Rican food. 
this one place we went was very good. Had some of the best rice I've ever had, which mm. is weird to say because usually it's just like, eh, it's rice. No, I disagree. It's a foundation. It is a foundation. It can be so good. It can be so good. And this was the rice that I was like, I want to eat the rice more than I want to eat the meat. Mm, Ooh. So. That's good rice. Yeah. I haven't had that rice, but I can tell (laughs) you that's good rice. The thing that we discovered this year that we hadn't had last year, a breakfast sandwich called a Mallorca, which is basically a donut type um, bread. Okay. They cut it in half. Mm -hmm. They butter it. You have me. And grill it up a little bit. Heat it up. They'll throw some cheese, some ham, an egg in there if you want to. And then they cover it with powdered sugar. What the fuck? Is this like a staple or is this after they became Americans? Because <laughs> sounds this, like, uh... this sounds like they're like, hey, we might make you the 51st state. And they're like, we'll be right on the, we'll be right on the calories. No is that like a Monte Cristo? What is that? Isn't that like a? Yeah, it sounds like it's kind of like a Monte Cristo. Yeah, it's kind of like a Monte Cristo. As far as I know, it's been around longer than they've been a part of associated with the U.S. <laughs> okay. Um. So since the '40s or whenever that was, I'm, um, pitch, I'm picturing this was their bid. Yeah. To become like, <laughs> like wait, wait, wait. To, to we become like bre- a property yeah. of the USA. They're like, hey, like don't look at this. But like, we got this like donut <laughs> breakfast sandwich, and there was just like one guy that's like, I'm telling you, we gotta get them. Yeah. We gotta yeah. get them. He's like, they're on our radar now. And it's like, it's best described as a donut, but it's not at all like a donut. Like it is a very, I was reading more about it and I was reading this New York times article about it and everything like that. Like it's a very specific sort. It's like its own pastry and Mm -hmm. then pastry. Yeah. And then, and then you slice it in half, make it into an awesome breakfast sandwich and dust it with a bunch of sugar. So it looks incredible. My God. Yeah. It's really solid. This is a really weird thing. Um, I don't know if anyone knows the name. It's a Mexican pastry. And it's got, you know, it's got nice ridges on top, but it's so soft, but it looks like it would be rock hard. Mm. Anyone know what I'm talking about? I'm blanking on the name. Johnny. Give me some more description. Here. So it's, it's, it's like a bigger pastry. It's got a bunch of like slices at the top where they like, they cut the razor blade in, but it's so soft. It's like a pillow. It's like angel cake or angel food cake. I'm blinking on the name. It's what they eat for um shit. It's it, it, no, it we'll, doesn't matter. We'll do some research. But I love bread that looks like it's gonna be a rock, and then you bite into it and you're like, is that a pillow, my guy? And you're like, Yeah, no, I like that shit. <laughs> I like foods that surprise me, I guess. <laughs> I wanna be I wanna be shocked by this food. Yeah, I uh, like <laughs> not just but how good it tastes, but like I didn't I didn't see that texture coming from a mile away. Yeah. Um all right, enough well, about bread. I learned something right. new. I'm glad I asked. But oh yeah, sorry, Jeff. No, no, I was gonna transition us, so keep going. Perfect. No, let's talk sports. Okay. Uh, let's go over. Let's talk our Super Bowl recap first. Then we'll go into superlatives. And then we'll, we're actually going to push draft to next week because Beer's got limited time and I want his take on it. Uh, and then we'll also talk the Jalen Carter situation because that's not the best. Um, okay. So let's talk Super Bowl. Me personally, it reminded me a lot of the Philly Patriots Super Bowl where it was so high scoring that even the people that we were with that don't like football or really care about sports, they were like, oh, my God, those numbers are high. And we're like, I know, like, it's cool. Um, overall, the game I thought was amazing. I did my thing that I do every year. 
I just bet pretty much every prop just to be like, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who sang the national anthem. It was a country singer. Does anyone remember? Uh, it was Chris Stapleton. Okay. So the over on that was 202, two minutes and two seconds. We were at like a minute 50 and it was coming up to like the land of the free. And you know how every singer, they hold that free. Mm-hmm. They they take that free and they make it their own. He tossed that bitch aside. <laughs> He's like the land of the free. And, that, and I was like, whoa, my guy. And as soon as he rushed past it, I turned to Kenny and I was just like, it's done. I was like, I needed a five second. I needed a five second free, my guy. I was like, and I thought I had it. You got to factor that in. Um, yeah. But I lost that. I lost the coin toss. I lost who won the coin toss. I, I, I hit all my props. Wait, so it was under 202? It was 201 and 42 milliseconds. Oh my God. So that son of a bitch. They had it. You yeah. just who, go. A, who's recording? Got who, who's got the stop? nailed it. Vegas. Vegas. They nailed it. Vegas. That's crazy, so one, right? Yeah. One guy <laughs> in Vegas. I also timed it myself. Yeah, but you're on the like I, I missed it by 0. .6. <laughs> they got some guy standing out there on the 50-yard line in a referee outfit with a fucking stopwatch, like, hitting it and being like, Vegas, here you go, or what? I guess I don't know. Because otherwise it's bullshit. So I, I started as soon as, as soon as he, like, takes the first note, I go... And then it was like 201, and I was like, that son of a bitch. You skipped the free. And I might have gone as far, and I was like, this guy ain't American. I was like, how dare you skip the free? That's that's where you hit the home. Um, but no, uh, really my takeaways, though, Patrick Mahomes, dog. Just dog. I think we mm-hmm. talked about it a lot during the season where you find reasons to try to find a better player than him, especially in the MVP. But the default is him. And he is him. Yeah. He is him. I thought it was a great game overall, though. Um, no holding penalties. Wild. That was wild. Weren't a lot of penalties in general. That's just that that to me is just a wild stat. No holding penalties. Well, wild. defensive holding. There was. Ooh, yes. There you go. Beer what it matter yeah, the most. That was pretty pretty crucial. I mean, Ooh, I, meant I, I loved it. I thought I thought it was a great Super Bowl. I like MVP Mahomes easily. And like, he just like, confirms it. I was just like, I want to agree with you, Joe. He's already won like two MVPs, two Super Bowls at this point. Like it's almost like boring. We're like, okay, who's who else? Anyone else? No. Okay. It's just Mahomes. And so it's like, okay. So it was different back when like it was Manning versus, versus Brady. It was mm-hmm. different when we had a bunch of QBs out there that were dueling. And now it's just like Mahomes and then everybody else. And so I want to see like, we're all hoping for someone else. We hope Joe Burrow is there. We hope Jalen hurts mm-hmm. is like, gets up there. We hope, but like it's Mahomes and he's like so good. And he lost Tyree kill and still lit it still won a super bowl. So like, it's just, it's insane to see. Um, it's funny. Matt Nagy's now their offensive coordinator. So we'll see what happens there. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, Couple things. I the turf. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing? They what talk, a failure! They talk so much about the turf too, and how it it's got its own conveyor belt that takes it outside the stadium mm-hmm. to get sunlight, and then it was just shit the entire time. It was awful. <laughs> I don't it was so bad. To upkeep it that week. Yeah. Real quick, really? I, don't, I don't even know if you guys know this, yeah. but the guy that does it all, he's 96 years old. Mm. And he went by the sod father and that's not the real sod father. The real sod father is the guy whose dad and grandpa managed the 
a White Sox stadium and their sod and their field. They're the sod fathers. In fact, mm-hmm. he took he the name took sod the name. father. Yeah. Who's this guy? Who's this guy for the, Oh, and by the way, he also said that he was like a chiefs fan too. So there's like some collusion there, but either way, like, first of all, he's the sod father. And then they talked about it so much. They said they've been growing this grass for like two years. Like they dropped the ball, the NFL, like, that's not going to happen again. Like that's they had one job. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like that's well, it's like you have one, there's one strike. The one time you have a bad field, that's going to be, it's not going to happen. Again. So like it was like that situation, but, and then like, it's funny. I had like for my superlatives, the no duh, of course the refs ruin it. Of course. <laughs> We're about to get there. Dude, I don't, I literally don't care that he held him. I don't care that he said he held him. Don't call it. Do not call it a penalty. Are you kidding me? It ruins the game. Ends the game. Just get in this game right there. Let mm-hmm. him play. Come on. One last, just... one last thing on Sodgate before we get off it. One of yeah. the things that I found really funny is, so it is normal football, football grass, but what they also do is they take golf grass and they make it into one. And the best golf grass in the world is the one that makes the biggest divots. Because mm. it's like, then it has no real interaction with the club face. Yeah. And after when I heard that, I was like, that sounds terrible. That's not a good idea. What are you talking about? It's the worst idea. (laughs) The best thing is to like have this have this grass just really get a lot of give to it. I was like, that doesn't sound slipping. I was like, dude, I saw that the Eagles player was slipping on 38% of dropbacks and the Chiefs were on 22%. That is way too high of a slip rate. Yeah. The kicker like slipped on a kickoff and it almost fucked it up and everything Mm -hmm. like that. The nickname Sodfather, though, th- whoever invented that, whether it was this guy or some other guy, it's a badass name. That's a great nickname. Mm-hmm. It's a cool name. That's Definitely, it's cool. Take a, a, I want that for my nickname, but you for, can't. You got to be given yeah, that. A forgotten know? profession. But he proved he's not the Sodfather. No, he's not. He's like the Sod baby, Sod uncle. I don't know. There's Sod some, stepfather. I, I feel uh, like cousin at this point. <laughs> Sod cousin. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like left behind. Yeah. Like the, sod the one that you're like, oh, he's coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he invited him. Oh, mm. that's out of the family. Okay. Yeah, no, he it was it was really unfortunate. Like, especially because they bragged about it. And like mm. if they didn't brag about it, it would have still been a problem. But then they bragged about it. <laughs> and it was awful. It was noticeably bad. So con- that's crazy to me. Conspiracy theory. Then <laughs> okay. they, they did that on. They bragged about it and knew it was shitty. So they bragged about it on purpose to make everybody aware that it was shitty. So that way they could somehow do something. I don't know. Yeah. Get, get, get more. Get more control. It's all about yeah. control. Well, They're getting. It more was control. like this. Well, conspiracy is to have turf. I was going to say. I'll finish, I'll finish uh, that yeah. with you. That there it's just turf. There we go. It's like, this all, is proof that we should never use grass anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going like to the, all turf now. The players went crazy this year. We're like, yeah. we hate playing on turf. We want grass. And they're like, dude, we gave you grass. Yeah. We gave you the, and, and, we gave you the best grass. <laughs> we gave you the best grass ever. So this is a conspiracy brought to you by Big Turf then. So Big, so big Turf. If, if you're not invested in Big Turf, get invested <laughs> now because it's yeah. about to skyrocket. Big turf just keeping all this grass. The same thing is grass it, farmers down. If you had got invested in big stopwatch last year before the rule change to the MLB, you know, big stopwatch, they're making a bunch of money off of the rule change to MLB, mm-hmm. but we're talking football, so we'll get to that. Um Johnny and Beer, your takes on the Super Bowl. Johnny, go first. 
Well, Beard just gave a take, so I'll I'll go next. Um, I'll go quick. The the only thing I I think the Chiefs definitely uh, deserve the win. Pat Mahomes. I told this to Beard when we first lived together, like five or six years ago, or whenever it was. Um, He's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen, and he might have still been on the bench half the season, but he's proved it now with two, and more than anything, two. Andy Reid, he's considered, at least I would consider him one of the greatest coaches of all time, Mm -hmm. especially as a Kansas City Chief, making it to the AFC Championship, what, four times in five years? Mm -hmm. But, you know, if they did lose this one, it would have raised questions like, okay, are they ever going to win again? Mm -hmm. And they essentially established themselves as a dynasty. And it's cool to like just visibly see that's the standard. Okay, that's the this is the next level of uh, of football. We see literally all the quarterbacks that we grew up with. They're all gone. Like they're dropping like flies. Their car even just mm-hmm. left. Everyone literally. We're we're losing a whole wave of quarterbacks. I think we're living in a in an age where. I th- where we took them for granted and now they are lacking very much mm-hmm. so. Um, so again, it, it was just cool to see them as like the next, like the pinnacle of a good coach, a good quarterback. And there's no question about it. Yeah. Johnny, let me bro- blow your mind. I know you're a stat guy. Okay. Andy Reed is the most winningest Eagles coach and Kansas city chiefs coach. How wild is that's that? So that? That's just a wild stat. That's another wild stat. That is it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he's now set the standard. It's kind of cool to see. And this, I have to bounce after this point, but like, it's maybe even like 10 years ago, you don't think of the chiefs. When you think of a dynasty, Andy Reed went to the Eagles kind of like almost got a super bowl and didn't. And like, he could have like crashed and burned. We'd never heard about him again, but he went to the chiefs and rebuilt it, like learned from it. It's clear. And now he's arrived. He's mm-hmm. won two Super Bowls. And now he's like the definition of like stability. If you wanted to, f- you want to build a QB, you look at the blueprint that he did with Alex Smith, Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. and everything. Like he, that's it. Like if you, you need want to nail a QB and make sure their progression is good. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. And now everyone's trying to copy it. Now it's, it's super cool to see. And I hope he's around for a while and like stays and like is now that chief's flagship. And that's like who we always have to go through. If you want a super bowl is they have to get through Andy reach chiefs. I think that's so cool. Well, you see his interviews now too. Like he, he's a, he smiles now. He, he's a happy person. Like when he's giving interviews, like you could tell he has the confidence where he's not doubting himself and he knows no one else can say shit. So mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see like how much better he gets now with that confidence of having all these AFC championships and now two Super Bowls. So um beer if you get a drop, that's fine. Um I have two right, more adios, absolute wild stats before we get to Nick about just real quick about Andy Reid. Oh, you got stats got about two, Andy. I got two and, more okay, wild drop stats. Him, drop them. Yeah. One, he's Mormon. That's just wild to me. He is? I know. <laughs> wild to me. I didn't know not, that. Not, not wild, like the Mormon faith. I'm just saying that he is Mormon. It's just wild to me. I didn't know. Johnny, did you know that? I had no idea. You no never would have guessed. Not, not, you could have given, I would have guessed Muslim <laughs> <Yeah>. before. 
<laughs> gone through Muslim. I don't want to disrespect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess We're I don't like, know enough about Mormons. But... Like five different like. <laughs> like Christianity, <laughs> like Lutheran. Um, oh, another really, this is my last one I have in the bag. When he got laid off from the Eagles, he, t- he was only laid off for four days. Wow. So the you fifth day he got the offer. You took a page out of his book. Dude, I was like, it's like you. I was like, yeah. oh, he, he just did it. I got it. Go <laughs> we'll get it. Um, Nick, your take. Uh, so the first thing I wanted to say was about Andy Reid, um, and he's going to be a coach for a while longer, but even longer than that, we're going to hear about the coaching tree, which I love, I love the coaching tree. (laughs) I I think it's just been in the last 10 years that the coaching tree Mm -hmm. has become like this big thing that everybody talks about. It's like, well, Matt Nagy, (laughs) he coached in Kansas city with Andy Reid and with all these other guys, he's got the coaching, he's got the coaching tree, Mm -hmm. Nick Saban got the coaching tree, all these other guys. And that, that it's like, it's so funny to me. And Nick Saban's like a great example that like, it's just like, I worked with this guy who everybody knows is great. So that means I must be great. Yes. Like, (laughs) sure. Okay. Yeah. It's always funny to me that it comes from the head coach. So it's like, you really didn't have the, the full reins and people are like we'll we'll give you the keys to the yeah. castle yeah because you mean, worked with Belichick we're like we'll give you everything doesn't make sense sometimes but well I'm, that's how small that circle is I feel like that kind of plays into like it's who you know and that's why we get all these comp picks for brown and black coaches and all mm-hmm. this stuff yeah yeah there's only so many coaches but there's only so many right. guys who are qualified at that to be at that level. So there's 32 in the world. Yeah. (laughs) High school coach. Yeah. So yeah, there's yeah. However many high school coaches in America Mm -hmm. and like none of them would be able to coach an NFL team. Yeah. Maybe. eh, I hate to say it. Maybe one one of them. He was white as wonder bread and he was terrible. Yeah. So um, that's a good point though, Nick. Yeah. I love, we're we're, going to be hearing about that for like the next 30 years. Mm -hmm. Like, like beer was just saying like, and Johnny, you too, about these, this kind of change, changeover of these players that we don't get to see anymore or anything like that. But we're going to be hearing about Andy Reid coaching tree when some of these kids that are about to get born are yeah. in their twenties, you know, dude, Brendan's kids. Yeah. Be like, oh, be like, man, he's from Reed. Yeah. Like, yeah. Andy <laughs> Reed. We were, we were there back in the day. Um, so I love that. Um, oh, um, game was fun. Game was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a little personal anecdote. Um, I came in last in my fantasy football league this um, year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the designated punishment, which, before the season even started, I said, this is not a punishment. I, I wanted the punishment to be whoever loses has to go to an open mic night and do five minutes of stand up Cause that's Damn. like public that's speaking, but kind of easier. People are drunk, but still you got to like kind of embarrass yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. That got next. And the, the idea that we eventually went with was sing the national anthem. So like where, just sing it. There was no other stipulation to it. So I That's said, a reward. I disagree yeah. with that. 100%. That is a reward. Yeah. You sing our national anthem, the greatest country. You in the world. That is patriotic. Yeah. So I thought what I told everybody is I'll <laughs> sing it before the Super Bowl. And oh, that's, that's actually good. I, in addition to that, I played a guitar. So I, I did like a round of singing it while strumming the guitar. And then I played lead guitar with it as well. And it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I think that that's what the winner should do. 
Yeah. Like the winner gets to sing the national anthem of the Super Bowl. That shouldn't be a loser yeah. thing. I told everybody beforehand, I was like, this is not a punishment to me. Like you got you everybody has to look at me and listen to me sing and play guitar. Right well, now. I just and crushed that, and that's shit. awesome. And it, yeah. So um so that was fun. That's great. Um but yeah, it was good. Um you know. Talk about a tale of two different things. <sighs> Open mic for five minutes is like terrifying. Just to be with your boys and sing the national anthem. Yeah. That's Merca, and baby. Like, and like I I would have handled stand-up okay. It still would have been tough. I still would have had to prep, think about it, run through some stuff. I would have been second guessing myself. I would have gotten up there and forgotten half of it. You know, all that shit. I would shit, have told so. two dance stories. The crowd would have loved it. Yeah, that would have been funny. I I, I think it would have been good, Nick. My it would have given you the confidence to maybe do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Um, what I was telling people, what I would have done is just like tell, tell the other guys to show up and be like, I'm up here cause I lost fantasy football. Now I'm going to make fun of all of you and then just go around Ooh. and like roast each one of my buddies, yeah. like boom, roasted, <laughs> boom, roasted, that sort of thing. But, um, so yeah. Well, did you tell them that before was the punishment? Cause now I get why they didn't want that to be the punishment. No, after we decided that that wasn't the punishment. <laughs> I like, so yeah. I was like, yeah, I can see why they were like, you know, Nah, it's dumb. So we're it's trying to off. we're trying to come up with new ideas for next year. So if you have an idea, please uh, DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Yes. Um, I would love to hear some ideas. Mm-hmm. We'll crowdsource this a little bit. Um, but that was fun. I uh, got together with a bunch of friends for to watch Super Bowl, which is always a blast. Mm-hmm. That was great. Um, the Super Bowl is just a fun time. Yeah. Uh, and and the game. If it's boring, it kind of sucks, but it's still fun. This this year, the game was exciting. It was awesome. And that makes the Sunday even better. Mm-hmm. Um, so hell of a hell of a way to end the season. Yeah. Um, let's go to superlatives. Um, I will start. My biggest no duh of the season is the jet shit the bed. I'm j- I the biggest no duh. Not oh, you're starting with that. Not biggest surprise. That's fine. It, we go it, surprise, no duh, MVP. But oh, you yeah, already, you already right. did no duh. Yeah. So, so no duh, the Jets stink. The Jets. Yeah. I mean, I hate, I like, I don't mean to pile on, but it's kind of what we expected. Yeah. When they were seven and three and everyone's like, oh, the Jets, then <laughs> they don't even make the playoffs. Just funny. They lost 10 in a row or they lost the less games. Um, my biggest surprise, though, is the Eagles. The Eagles were my biggest surprise coming off of last year. It's such a unique thing that they were so good last year when they were in a rebuilding year with all the picks. And I kind of thought they were going to be like good, but not great. Not, not like a Super Bowl favorite. I mean, like I thought they were going to make the playoffs, make a run, but like maybe losing the NFC championship or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that was big MVP. I've been saying it most of the year, Patrick Mahomes, and after the injury, dude, that was a no joke injury. He messed up his ankle. I love, I've seen all these people like, oh, they probably shot him up with so much painkillers in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, duh. I could have put that in the best doctors in the world. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, they're like, yeah, he looks Did like he didn't even face. Yeah, they're, <laughs> like, they're like, oh, it looks like it didn't even face. I'm like, oh, he got the good stuff. It's out there on fucking the speed. Stuff, yeah, he didn't, he didn't get advil my guy he got, <laughs> he got the the best legal stuff you yeah. can use in a sport how's your ankle feel i can't even feel it <laughs> what ankles <laughs> damn i forgot i had legs yeah. um uh let's go nick all right so i'm gonna go strictly quarterbacks 
that, that Ooh, my, uh, like that's my it. that's my theme mm-hmm. um and there's a reason to it my biggest surprise is that josh allen who coming into this season i was like this guy's legit he's the real deal and everything like that he's kind of coming out like a little bitch out of this Ooh. season i feel like he lost early in the playoffs mm-hmm. he was making excuses just kind of everybody in Buffalo who Buffalo's been through enough. They're starting to question: Is this the guy? He still is. And yeah, he's, he's the guy, and he still should be there, and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I thought, I thought he was going to give Mahomes more of a run for MVP this season, and he started off that way, and then just kind of fell off and early exit out of the playoffs. Just kind of, yeah. I was surprised by it. Mm-hmm. Big, I like that. Yeah, biggest. He seemed very emotional near the near the end of the season. Yeah. For sure. Like every every little bit would get him down and he couldn't climb back. Yeah. For whatever reason. And like I'm I'm not saying it's not difficult to be a quarterback in the NFL and have a lot of pressure on you and have the whole fucking city's weight on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's tough. But he just kind of like We just haven't seen that before, honestly. Yeah. From him at least, or maybe I painted a different picture. Just like you did, yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a frustration. I mean it, I'm sure a lot of it's a frustration and I feeling completely like, feeling like you're that. letting him down. Uh, you're, he's letting people down, but it's like all you all you can do really is just be like, I'm gonna work harder and we're gonna be back next year. And the excuses keep going, are so. never a good look. Yeah. I don't know why people keep doing them. Mm-mm. Yeah, it just makes you look like it a whiny ne- little bitch. It, yeah. it just makes you look like you blame worse. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Blame yourself, fight the bullet, and then thank your teammates. That's yes. a yeah. simple formula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. It's like it's like a, giving a best man speech at a wedding. There's a simple formula. Yeah. <laughs> you thank everybody there. You say how the bride is beautiful. You talk about your buddy being an idiot and then how much you love him. Yeah. Finn. Keep it uh, under three minutes. Crowd goes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they <laughs> love it. Keep it short and sweet, please. I agree. Oh God. And that that's a whole other don't like don't get me started on fucking speeches at weddings. Um, biggest no duh, keeping on the quarterback theme, then Joe Cool is the fucking coolest. Oh yeah, he's he, dog. he is his dog. He is so cool. And he is gosh, I I was rooting for them so hard uh to beat the Chiefs in the uh AFC championship game. And they almost did. They had a lot of chances. Um, you know, he made a couple of mistakes, but that like, was another great game. Dude, another great, I always really thought, fun I, game. I'll tell you real quick. The Super Bowl I thought was gonna suck because of how good Championship Sunday was. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, it was both games. Well, not the Eagles game as much, but like that Chiefs Bengals game was so good. Yeah, it was so good. That was exactly what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's like last year we had Chiefs Bills, then um, Chiefs Bengals. This year we have Chiefs Bengals. Like, there's gonna be some rivalries every year, which is yeah. cool. And just the Bengals winning eight straight to end the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty wild. Um, he's just a locked and loaded dude. Mm-hmm. And the more I look at him, the more I'm like, God, that dude is cool. Yeah. Um, and then MVP Patrick Mahomes. How could you, How not? Do you not give it? To How him? could you not? Um, so there you go. That's one of those things. Do you want to? Do you want to be a liar or do you want to just say the truth? Yeah. And like you can probably come up with other uh, MVPs in some uh, other sort uh, of quarterback. Sense. though. Yeah. Not close. quarterback, though. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. do it. So. Hi, Johnny. My big surprise is just how happy I was uh, in week 18 to lose a football game (laughs) and to watch Houston win. I mean, it's not like we just kind of bent over and just laid down and took it. No, we didn't know. 
Uh, we tried, but it just so happens we came in last and I've never felt so great about it. Um, <laughs> the weird thing is too, it's surprising that this is the first time I've actually rooted for Lovey Smith, uh, since he has been a coach in Chicago and you'll buy and he's been just absolute dog shit, but I'm glad he actually showed up when it mattered to me. <laughs> he did. For he one. got that win for the city of Chicago. <laughs> like that was not at all for the Johnny, Texans. Johnny, I got to ask you a question. I was just thinking about this. I don't know if you noticed. I was like trying to like spin it in my head. The best thing that happened for the bears this year is that we are worse than have the first pick. Am I wrong? <laughs> I was trying to spin it in my head. I'm like, no, that is the best thing that happened is we have the first overall pick now. Who would have thought Davis Mills, fourth and 20? <laughs> what a guy. Uh, I mean, at that point, like, might as well have the first overall then just have the second. Yeah. Uh, you're no dud. He knew he was getting, he knew he was getting booted. <laughs> Uh, biggest no dumb. It'd be, be funny if someone's biggest surprise like Patrick Reed's a Mormon. Can't believe it. Andy Reed, not Patrick Andy Reed. Reed. Not Patrick Reed, the golfer. If Patrick Reed was a Mormon, that would surprise me too. But it would also explain why he doesn't get along with his family. Because then you, you could say yeah, that they're not Mormons. They're, or the, you could say that they're Mormons and he's ex-Mormon or something like that. You know, like that would make a lot of sense instead of he's just a complete raging <laughs> asshole. He's uh, he's such a dick. Sorry, Johnny. Go ahead. Not very good. Um, biggest no dumb. I mean, I just talked about it, so it makes sense. The Chiefs winning another AFC championship. Yeah. It's been like the only good trend, um, at least in like the top three teams, which again, the Bengals, Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. So, uh, yeah, Andy Reid doing things. Mm -hmm. And MVP, I, I'd want to say Patrick Mahomes because he is. Um, but I got to give it to Justin Fields because he's – the one shining spot Let's go. in Chicago. We have nothing. Ex I mean, we have a $135 million cap, but there's no besides that, there. we have one thing to show for it. And that's Justin Fields. And he's part of the reason why I was happy to get last place. Cause we're not using it on QB. Um, that's damn, a good point. It better work out. That is a good point. <laughs> that is good, but that's so biased. <laughs> so Hey, he almost uh, set the single season rushing record for a quarterback. So that is true. Almost. Exactly. <laughs> Which is incredible. He has no receivers. Yeah. He has no tight end. He's oh. got no line. He's got nothing. He's got a tight end. Don't you dare disrespect Cole Komet. He, 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 got, he got two or three good catches. Um, <laughs> but he's a blocker through and through. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um I thought I had one last thing about the Super Bowl, but I guess I don't. See if I can get it. See if no Shakira. Oh, oh halftime show. Oh, halftime show. I th uh, I thought it was good. So, oh, but, let me tell you this. Yeah. I got scalded at the Super Bowl watch party <laughs> I was at. Literally, Rihanna was on the screen for like a minute, and I go, "Is she pregnant?" And everyone just laid into me. <laughs> and they're like, "How dare like a girl can't be chubby." Like, dude, she just had a kid. And I was like, dude, I wasn't making fun of her. I was like, she's still unbelievably hot. 
but it looked <laughs> like she was pregnant. And then after everyone found out she was pregnant, I made everyone apologize. I was like, yeah, because I, like, I really wasn't trying to be rude. Yeah. I was like, is she pregnant? Well, because she also had a like kind of like framing her belly. Mm-hmm. I was like, is she pregnant? Yeah. Um, I man, thought it was very good, though. Man, respect to uh, ASAP Rocky for um, landing an amazing person like her. Mm-hmm. She's she's a billionaire, first of all. I don't know if you knew that. Her net worth is like seven billion because she has she has oh yeah music. Mm-hmm. She has all these product lines for like uh, makeup and stuff like that. That she does her makeup she, line, fashion yeah. line. My girlfriend swears by her makeup line. So. Bad girl Riri. Not, not that ASAP Rocky is bad in his own right. I think he's a fine, uh, you know, musician, fine rapper, and everything like that. But he landed Rihanna, and now he's got two kids with her. Like, good for you, man. Yeah, That's she cool. wanted another kid with him, which is you're right. Speaks um all the volumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's winning. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I thought it was phenomenal. What the hell? I like the comparison that they made. That it looked like a Super Smash. Oh, uh, by, by the way, the memes were so spot on. I hadn't heard that. That's so funny. It did look like a serious It was like three just stages. Yeah, <laughs> just up floating, yeah. and it's like, why are these here in the clouds? And there was yeah. the, the dynamic ones that just kind of randomly just switched. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, it, was, it was fun. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, no, I can't remember. All right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, um, <laughs> that was in Spanish, though, right, Johnny? It was. It was. Yeah. Um, okay. Our first one is Cocaine Bear is now out. Uh, talk about a movie for just everyone. Like the trailers are great. The it's a re, it's based on a true story, which is great. But we were at dinner last week, and there was a trailer that went on, and it was literally my dad, me, Kayla, my brother his wife or my sister-in-law and we all were like i want to see that and we're like you even want to see that it's like we're like yeah it's cocaine bear i kind of want to see cocaine bear and it is ray Liotta's swan song so r.i.p to a absolute great yeah i know what do you guys think do you have any interest to see in the movie or am i on an island oh i'm definitely Gonna try to see it. I, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll go see it in theaters, but it's one of those I think is gonna come to streaming pretty quickly. Yeah, and it'll be like an HBO Max or yeah. something. What do you think, Johnny? I've heard nothing but good things. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first heard about it, I'll be honest. I mean, it just sounded like oh shit, another shark tornado or sharknado. <laughs> um, where they're just trying to mix two crazy things together, but I didn't know it was based off a true story. Mm-hmm. that got me hooked um and then i saw a bunch of ratings and like you said too just random audiences that i wouldn't expect to want to watch a movie mm-hmm. that has cocaine and bear in the name <laughs> uh, one of the i'm excited thing- did you see it joe no i haven't seen it yet i do i'm probably gonna wait for it to go home that's a movie i want to like watch in my house with like, a bowl of popcorn uh yeah. one of the other things that i found really funny um about cocaine bear the true story there's a billionaire that bought the bear and stuffed it and i think that's funny Mm -hmm. however 
He then bought a $40,000 diamond chain to put on the bear. Oh, that just says cocaine bear. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just badass. Like, that's just cool. That's fuck like, you, Could you imagine right going to your buddy's house? And they're like, oh, here's my Peloton. There's my cocaine bear. And you're like, <laughs> what is that? Like, oh, that's cocaine bear. You never heard of cocaine bear? Um, I got him stuffed in my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cocaine bear. It also sounds, I remember, it used to be a meme like 10 years ago when it actually happened where it'd be like, Oh, people say lions are the deadliest predators on earth. Let me introduce you to cocaine bear. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he probably was the deadliest predator for a minute. Um, Is that okay. true? Was it actually a meme before? Cause it's resonating weirdly. Yeah. So it was a meme like 10 years ago. So it, yeah. I, I didn't know that it was real. It was on in 1985 on September 11th, 1985, actually interesting foreshadowing. Um, yeah. That uh, is when, when it first started 175 pound, uh, yeah. American black bear, the cocaine bear. Yeah. Cocaine bear. Wild. Go see it. We're not even sponsored, but go see it. Um, okay. The next <laughs> one though, episode let's go from. Also, a, is that enough time in between? Yes. A possible <laughs> good movie in cocaine bear to an absolute phenomenal show that I hope you guys have been watching last of us. I have been watching. You have been watching Johnny. Oh yeah. Okay. It's awesome. So into the pay grove. Have you guys over. played the game by any chance? No. So it's, some parts it's it's kind of unique because I don't know what's going to be like the game and not because there's certain parts where like the entire scene is like word for word the script from the game mm. and then there's parts uh, for example spoiler alert if you haven't watched it but that's on you uh, Bill and Frank mm-hmm. you never meet Frank in the game interesting you just find him hanging I heard that down. was one of the coolest comparisons so that one was cool because like you literally find Frank hanging in a house and bill like recognizes him and you're playing joel you're playing as joel and he's just like who is this and he's like oh it's my partner mm. but you don't know anything more really about that so and then get, sort of like to see how he found frank and like all that I show that was gives really a cool. little bit more background and changes it up a little bit because mm-hmm. but i think this is i think last of us is one of the greatest stories ever told uh seeing in live action is so cool like it is so amazing i think pedro pascal is doing an absolute phenomenal job as Joel. I think Bella Ramsey Ramsey is doing a very good job as Ellie. One of the things that I really respect, and I think that more things, if you want to do a game into a movie or a show needs to do what they're doing. They brought on the creator of the game as the co-writer and executive producer. Makes sense. That's what you got to do. Instead of just like putting in someone's hands, you got to bring them in because he's doing it. Seems like a simple move too. Like, hey, you already wrote and did all this thing yeah. that we're going to adapt. Just do it again. Let's bring you in. <laughs> Just do it and again. You'll be a key part of making yeah. this happen. Do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. Where do you guys either want to see, or what do you think is going to happen? And I won't give any like I won't tell you if it's right or wrong, but I just want to hear for people that don't know the ending. Well. I mean, I obviously hope then, and we, you already gave spoilers. I hope that they find an actual cure, but that's too good of a story. I think something horrible is going to happen because that's what keeps happening. And there is n- no reason, at least to this point, to think that 
it's going to get any better, even if they have their small triumphs every episode. Mm -hmm. That is one of the things, though, I think the game and the show do so well, where they give you these glimpses of hopes, but then they take it away and they're just like, dude, remember where we are. Yeah. Like this is post apocalyptic. That's been really impressive. I think, too, the pacing of the show has been really impressive. And Mm -hmm. especially when I compare it to a show like The Walking Dead, which obviously very different shows, but like Walking Dead was on network television and everything Mm -hmm. like that when they used to have to do 24 episode seasons. So I I didn't watch all of it, but I watched bits and pieces of it and everything would get dragged out so Mm -hmm. far. Like the episode Mm -hmm. where they're in Kansas City and they're dealing with that one woman who's taken over from Fedra in Kansas City and everything like that. That would have been like a four or five episode arc easy. Instead, mm-hmm. they wrapped it up basically in one episode, mm-hmm. the whole thing, which and then continued to move on. And same with some of the more recent episodes, too. And it's just like I I really appreciate that because it feels like we're constantly moving and getting mm-hmm. somewhere and there's no like actual filler. It feels like they can't stop. Yeah, that's what I, I get the feeling like it shows you like how Ellie and Joel cannot stop trying to get to where they're trying to go. Yeah. Uh, I really want to ask you guys, what do you guys think of clickers and bloaters? So clickers are the ones that can't see. Mm-hmm. And then what are the bloaters? Bloater was that big some bitch like a tank. Oh, that so really big bloater one. is a clicker after 20 years. Oh, because the stages go infected. Mm-hmm. And you can Runner. still runners stalkers clickers bloaters oh okay i didn't realize there was all this and that's just based on how much the fungus has taken over and how much like clickers it's because they can't see right so is it all based on that or like how does it work the clickers is when the fungi covers the eyes okay yeah like runners still have it infected still have it the one thing, though, what's in the, the difference between infected and a runner, though? Like, so what infected, makes them become a runner? An infected doesn't have like anything on their head. So, like in the latest episode, you know, he's got like kind of like the half shell. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a runner. And then a stalker is he, like, are they runners because they can't because they actually run faster than the other levels? Or yeah, oh, okay. So it's like infected are still like transitioning. Mm-hmm. So I think it's supposed to be like a year. You're still a runner. And then two to five. You're a. Or I'm sorry, you're an infected and then you're a runner and then you become clicker. Do clickers in the game scare the shit out of me. And I was so excited to see them in real life or like, you yeah. know, like live action. They scare the shit out of me in that. In that. And I was like, fuck, those are still terrifying. Yeah. And then bloaters. I just love so my favorite part is they didn't kill it because in the game they were so hard to kill and mm. most of the times if you ran into one because ammo in the game is so hard to find you're just like I got to figure out another way mm. like we're just not going this way interesting I like that that's kind of a unique mm-hmm. usually it's just like oh it's a boss you have to figure out how to kill it it's like no you're just not going to mm-hmm. fucked. one of the things that a lot of people have complained about is the lack of gas masks because in the game it's airborne mm. but i get why in a live action show you wouldn't just always be wearing gas masks because it seems silly it, it's like how in game of thrones and in like Lord of the Rings or stuff like that, they're never wearing helmets, even though they're in battle. Like you should totally be wearing a fucking helmet, but if you have it on, then you can't see who you're looking at. Yeah. So it makes it harder. Mm-hmm. So they just show like, here's Aragorn fighting 
thousands of orcs yes. without a helmet on. Mm-hmm. Like he's a dumbass for doing that, but you know it's him. Uh, well, I'm I'm not even convinced that season one's gonna end the first game. I'm a little confused about it. But uh no, I'm excited. All right, let's go over to the rank. So the rank is gonna be best comedy movies. Okay, we're gonna do a draft. It is gonna go myself, Johnny Nick. Okay. I will start first. My one one. My one one. Mm-hmm. Heavyweights. I feel like everyone should have saw that coming for me. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Johnny. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, it's one of my favorite that. movies of all time. Yeah. That is a great movie. It is a great movie. That's a great choice. That was mm-hmm. not that was curveball. I was not mm-hmm. expecting I, I that. could keep rewatching that one. Yeah, I don't know why. I yeah. like that a lot. Okay. Um I'm gonna go my first pick, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Great movie. <laughs> so quotable. Um yeah, I love that movie. Um, and I, I don't want to go back to back Judd Apatow, but I'm going to go back to back Judd Apatow, <laughs> uh, Anchorman. Great movie. Sure. Yeah. It, it, I don't know what it was. He had like a seven, eight year span, maybe 10 year span of just all these great comedy movies. He just mm-hmm. nailed them. It's. And now it's like, none of those are a thing anymore. Yeah. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. It's a very specific like period of time. You know, it's like. It, it, you know art or something you know it is art but we're yeah. too pc now yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in some ways yes that's a big part of it so all right johnny you go um i'll go with uh, one of the earliest ones i could remember and i think kind of set me up for the rest of my comedic appeal is Step Brothers in 2008 i oh, think it was yeah. a pivotal transition in all of our lives eighth grade ninth grade love it um yeah, just as quotable. No, I agree. I'm going to go with second pick, The Other Guys. I don't know what it is about that movie. <laughs> it gets me every time. That whole, like, aim for the bushes. But I think a yeah. line that gets a little overlooked, it's after the first chase scene with The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. And they're like, you racked up $2.4 million in damages <laughs> for an amount of marijuana that is not even a misdemeanor in most states. I love that. I, I find that so funny. Uh, Her five minute roll, yeah, that's what hooks me every day. <laughs> <laughs> it happens in the first five minutes. <laughs> and then my number three is going to be Caddyshack. Caddyshack yes. is an all time classic. Love Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For an amount of marijuana, that would be a misdemeanor in most states. <laughs> Uh, Johnny. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel was a good first pick. Yeah, that was. The- oh yeah, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Sorry, I was like, Fuck. wow, Jojo oh. Rabbit. Wow. Yeah. It's. I like the. Uh, you gotta. I like the darkness that they sprinkle in between those movies, including Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not all just happy, but I think it's that contrast that makes me appreciate those little funny moments. Yeah. Like really, really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love in Grand Budapest Hotel when he, he's escaped the prison 
and he like meets up with Zero and he's like, these are my compa- uh, companions. And he introduces them and he's like, Gunther was slain in the catacombs. Like, just like, it's just like a throwaway line. <laughs> so hard, there's there so like, many of those. Yeah, right? there's so many of those. Like, that's like the perfect, like, for some reason that line that just makes me fucking burst out laughing yeah. every time. No, that's a Joe Short Rap. It's good. I was just wondering where you were going to make the connection between Grand Budapest and Hitler. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> But no, it's good. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, I didn't Nick. even think of that. Um, all right, for my third pick, I'm going to go with Austin Powers, the oh, first boy. one, International Man of Mystery. Great spoof of so many funny things that happen in James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, random Task throws a shoe <laughs> instead of a hat. Like his name's Random Task instead of Odd Job. Yeah, just those little gags <laughs> like that are hilarious it's such a good i would say it's a great trilogy yeah like all three are great the whole trilogy is good we re i rewatched uh gold member recently and it's still definitely got some funny parts i think the first one is funnier but it's still got Mm -hmm. some some good stuff in it for sure um and then four i'm actually going to take a page out of johnny's book and go a little bit off script it's kind of a comedy kind of not dazed and confused oh great movie yeah great that's great it's just like <laughs> here's a day in the life of teenagers in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's like a nice little time capsule. And there's some funny shit in there too, some funny throwaway lines. So that movie's really good because like I, I remember like watching it for the first time and I like asked my mom, was like, was that the like what like what the seventies was like? She's like, Yeah, almost to a T. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And it makes me appreciate like I'm not saying I would have liked to have grown up in that time because obviously there were some issues during that time that got resolved between then and when we went to school and everything like that. And so whatever. But it seemed a lot simpler and a lot easier. And they're just like, we're just going to go drink beer and that's okay. Nobody's going to care. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we're teenagers and like, you want to go drink beer? Like, yeah, we're going to get grounded and arrested and get kicked off of our Mm-hmm. high school sports teams yeah. and not get into college. So mm-hmm. yeah, sweet. A lot more pressure as a kid now yeah. than it seems back then. Yeah. I know. I, I love mm-hmm. that pick Johnny, your last one. That's a great one. Um, my last one is going to be Nacho Libre. Um, <laughs> Jack Black is a white man and he talks <laughs> with an accent throughout if he's supposed to be Mexican and everyone else is supposed to be Mexican, why are they speaking English with the Spanish accent? It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. And it's hilarious. Um, to be honest, like a lot of those like scenes, it actually reminds me of my childhood, like actually growing up, uh, on a ranch and seeing how people live way out there, nowhere near, uh, me growing up here in the Chicago suburbs. So those comparisons are just really funny. And again, Jack Black just absolutely kills him. I literally did not even think about that until you just said that. Yeah. That every <laughs> single one is every single person's Mexican, but they don't speak Spanish. I've never <laughs> thought of that. Just like Yeah, that, that was a recent thought. Yeah. I, I rewatched <laughs> it recently and it, it hit me almost 30 years old. <laughs> that movie is old. <laughs> Took me a while, but yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. That's a great movie. It's a great movie. Just a funny vibe mm-hmm. movie. And then my honorable mention, it was going to be Saving Silverman. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, that's such a good movie. You got to watch it. 
Is that the that, that, that's like a, that could not be made these days? Because he like gets engaged and his buddies are trying to they kidnap save her. They kidnap her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they kidnap her to fake his death and try to get him to date other people. It's so funny. Wow. It's good. good. Any other honorable mentions? Um, a couple of other ones. Because um, the past few years I've gone on a ski trip with buddies, um, with just dudes for a week, and we've just watched, like, mm. gotten high and watched funny comedy movies at night. Um, one one that I, I think is underrated, Out Cold. Oh, great movie. It, it's it's not I wouldn't say it's a great movie. I think I it's like a it. funny movie. I think watching it, it's kind of like eh, some low budget shit you, in there. You but you gotta it, take it funny. for what it is yeah. though. Yeah, exactly. But you also gotta remember I love like shitty horror movies with yeah. the production's bad, the acting's not good, mm. and I'm like, oh that's great. Great like stoner comedies. So like that <laughs> and then like Dude Where's My Car. Mm-hmm. Another great stoner comedy. So Johnny, any other ones? Um, I'll just mention a couple. I had watched Pineapple Express the other day. Um, oh, yeah, great movie. I kind of, I kind of group that one with like the super bad type of vibe. Oh, super early. No, it's, a, it's a super bad. Yeah. Super, um, super bad was like weird because I've saw it so many times when I was young and I didn't get all the jokes and then when I watched it later I got them all but then I didn't find them as funny as I did when I didn't understand them. <laughs> no, that's and Monty Python. That's the last one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just all of them? And the Holy Grail. <laughs> Holy Grail. Yeah. Uh, just gonna say yeah. All all 1975. I never thought I'd like a movie. I watched it in 2017 for the first time. Oh, that's a... That's a that's incredible. That's a good movie to watch for the first time. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for doing everything. Thank you for bearing with us with the hiatus. But we're back now. You have a good one. We will see you next week. <laughs>